The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is... Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am so glad you can join me today. Today, we will be talking about cellular memory. And cellular memory is something that is very important. You can call it just memories. You can call it the the issues of the heart, any of a number of things. But for Today's show, we're just going to call it Cellular Memory. Well, before I get started in that, I'd like to say that you can find me on Facebook at The Healing Whisper and uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And all you Twitter folk out there, If you have downloaded the Meerkat app on your mobile device, you can watch a live streaming of this show if you're you're so inclined to just watch a person talking into a microphone. And I'd like to say welcome to all of my Meerkat fans that are watching right now. And the last thing I need to say is this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is the opinion of myself, Dr. Mary Ann Chase. Please always, always, always check with a licensed care professional a licensed healthcare provider, <laughs> about any concerns that you may have. Well, for the last several weeks, we have been talking about emotional things that can cause various issues with systems, like we've talked about the musculoskeletal system, how emotional issues involved with self-control and respiratory system, the goodness category within the healing codes, how your beliefs within goodness can affect the lungs, the whole respiratory system. And it all comes down to what our beliefs are, and how we developed those beliefs. 
And those beliefs develop because of memories that we have. Now, pretty much I was raised with the concept that memories are something that we got in our heads. And that's it. And if we were to cut out our brains, we'd have no memories. Well, you know, scientists have been trying for years and years to figure out where are those memories? Where are they stored? And every portion of the brain has been removed. And I, I hopefully, not necessarily the human brain, I'm sure that portions of the human brain that have had to have been removed due to cancers and tumors and what have you have helped with the studies. And these these brain removal, probably in rats and what have you, have not removed the memories. They do the studies, they teach a, a rat to run in a maze, they remove a portion of that brain and the rat can still run the maze. Then they teach another rat and remove another portion of the brain. So we know that memories are not stored in the brain. Now, what we have discovered is that memories are stored in our cells all over our bodies. You know, from the tip of our toes to the top of our heads. That's where the memories are stored. And we know this through a whole bunch of studies. There have been studies, well, there was a a doctor, Eric Nessler, he's an MD from Harvard, and he said basically scientists believe these cellular memories might mean the difference between health, life, and death. And we know they're stored there because of these studies that have been done. And uh, some of the studies have been done by Nobel laureates and other physicians, research scientists, that, that find that these memories are in the cells. And some of the most convincing information about those memories being in the cells are really coming from transplant recipients. There's a fairly famous example, uh, Claire Sylvia. She wrote about her experience in her book, A Change of Heart. She had had to have had a heart-lung transplant. I really don't remember the reasons why the heart-lung transplant had to occur. But it did. And she wrote about her experiences in that book, A Change of Heart, and, and saying basically she experienced cravings for food that she never ate, never wanted to ate, eat, and 
suddenly she had liked different music than she had ever liked before, and her taste in colors changed. Her personality basically changed, all because of the heart-lung transplant. This his story has been told over and over again, not just by this one person, but by dozens of people. And through this, we know that memories are stored everywhere throughout the entire body. And that is why they are called cellular memories. Now, ancient wisdom says, and doesn't call it cellular memories, actually, ancient wisdom really didn't know what a cell was. But ancient wisdom did know that when we have a heart for things and they're talking about the emotional heart, the I love you with all my heart heart, they called it the heart. In the Healing Code family, we call it the spiritual heart. Today, I'm just going to call it cellular memories. Now, the question I'm sure that you're asking is, well, why is this important? What does it have to do with anything about health and healing? It is very important because these memories are throughout the entire body. And if we have a negative interpretation of the memory, that creates a belief. And if our belief is negative, then we might start having negative things happening to us, both circumstantially, meaning our, our, our life circumstances, and internally, negative things can start happening. And if our belief is positive, then we can start having positive things going on, as in circumstances, as well as our beliefs, our, our experiences in life, as, and our health. So, here we've got all, all of these memories throughout our entire body. And you might think, well, so I, I have a negative belief. Why does that negative belief cause the illnesses? And why does the positive belief cause the health? And that's where we go in to stress. And so it comes right down to our memories create our beliefs. Our beliefs create our stress 
or lack of stress and the circumstances around our living. Have you ever noticed somebody that gets very angry over something, just minor incident? That's about cellular memory. The minor incident is triggering something in their memory that starts up the fight or flight response. It's, it's not unlike you have a small child, let's just say a toddler, that happily will do something that you ask one day of the toddler. And every parent out there has experienced this with their toddlers, that you ask one day for them to do something and they do it happily, like putting up their toys. And the next day, you ask them to do the same thing, and they just go ballistic. The terrible twos happen because of cellular memories. Yes, even a two-year-old has these cellular memories. Well, it's almost time for the break. And so when we come back from the break, let's talk about how we get those cellular memories. Don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Running is one of the fastest-growing sports, with everyday people stepping it up and training for that next big race goal. The In-Flight Running Show with Coach Michael Merlino is your guide to running, whether you're just getting started or training for the Boston Marathon. By paying attention to and following the tips offered by Michael and his guests, you'll be able to take your running to new heights and reach your next finish line with confidence. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. 
If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Hey, welcome back to the show, and I am so glad you can join me. Today we are talking about cellular memory and what it is, how we get it, why it's important, and how it can affect our health. So just before the break, we were talking about what cellular memories are, and essentially it's our memories that are stored in every single cell of our body. And those memories are things that have happened to us and may not have happened to us. Which brings me around to how did we get those cellular memories? Well, one is by actual events. You have a memory of a wonderful vacation. You go on the vacation and a wonderful thing happens. And that's a positive memory. And you will remember that for the rest of your life. Unless, of course, tragically, you develop a dementia, which I, I really won't get into today on this show, how what we feel is going on with dementia, Alzheimer's. But you have this memory, and every time that memory of that wonderful vacation is recalled, it gives you that feel-good feeling. And then there are the events that don't bring up such feel-good memories. And then there's the memories that you have that you actually did not experience. And that is what we call generational memories. And how how could you possibly have gotten a memory of something that did not happen to you? Well, for some people, this may be kind of woo-woo. <laughs> for others, you... you can really understand how this can happen. Remember how I said that every memory is stored in every single cell of our body. That includes the sperm cell, half cell, and the egg half cell. Now, we really won't know which memories are stored in that half cell, It may be every single memory, but we do know the memories are there. So you can inherit generational memories from your father and your mother. There is one story that I'd like to share of just in my own personal life. That a couple of years ago in the spring, we had a real severe thunderstorm that was here in, I I live in Colorado, and we get 
pretty bad thunderstorms as well as hail. And this one was particularly bad with the hail in that uh, it just destroyed the leaves on the trees. It was early spring and the trees were had fully leaved out and all the plants in my garden were just shredded. I was sad about it. Uh, who who wouldn't be to see that kind of destruction? But for a couple of weeks after that, not only was I sad, but I was just felt extreme grief, more than really was necessary for that kind of event. Yes. I was sad about the plants being damaged, but they would come back. They would, plants are, are, are very resilient for the most part things. And if they couldn't come back like a bean seed that just had two leaves, I could replant the seed and get my beans back. But I was in such deep, deep grief. Fortunately, a fellow Healing Codes coach and I had a session, and we discovered through that session that somewhere in my ancestry, there was a child that was killed by a severe storm. And now that I know about that memory, I can bring it up into my mind Vividly, I see the ocean waves, and I see the, it, it's like a hurricane, and I see through the eyes of the mother holding this dead child that was killed by this storm. And folks, that was the source of my grief. My Cellular memory, and I have no idea how many generations ago that was, but it was a lot. My cellular memory told me that a storm of that magnitude caused death, and the death, that person was gone, period. And so that's what caused my extreme grief and sorrow. That was a generational memory. I don't know if it came from my mother's side or my father's side. But it's not important. What is important was to heal the stress portion of that memory or the belief that the storms caused death period yes storms are dangerous storms can cause death but you can also take measures to preserve your life and you don't need to grieve over plants that will recover in a garden that for the most part would recover And so that is an example just from my own experience of how a 
cellular memory that I didn't experience myself except in my memories can cause stress. Well, once I was able to heal the memory using the healing codes, yes, I still have the memory, but it does not cause the extreme grief. Now, there is that way of getting the memories just by your own personal experiences. And then you create a belief through those personal experiences. And again, I'll just use myself as an example. When I was about one years old, maybe less than one, and I, I kept this memory throughout my entire life because for me it was a traumatic memory. My parents were building their house, and the floor hadn't been carpeted or a flooring had not been put down. All that was down was the splintered plywood. And my mom put a blanket out, and I was under orders to leave my shoes on. And I I must have been walking, so I, I am assuming I was a little more than a year Well, I didn't like my shoes, so I took them off. And it made my mother angry. And so literally, she spanked my feet, just for a reminder not to take off my shoes. Well, being a small child of that age, I had no clue as to the logic as to why I shouldn't take off my shoes. And so I wouldn't get splinters in my feet when I, if I would walk across that splintery plywood. But I do remember having my feet spanked. And that memory, I created the belief that I was bad. And that belief, being bad, can lead to all sorts of conditions. And in my case, later on in life, I developed some bronchitis and some respiratory issues. And if you look at it, belief in being bad comes into the not good enough category. And goodness relates to our respiratory system and our ability to breathe. So what's happening when I developed this belief that I must be bad? That belief is what I have carried for, well, a little more than 55 years. (laughs) And I had to heal that belief of being bad. Why? 
because that belief is in my subconscious mind. And because it's in my subconscious, that is a belief that is playing like a tape recorder, like a, a MP3 player, that it, it's just going, playing 24-7. And when you have another situation come up that reminds you of the first situation, that you are bad, it just adds to that belief. Well, folks, it's time for a break. So when we come back, we'll talk about how these beliefs, like I'm bad, create stress. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. This is Dr. Marianne Chase. And just briefly, I'd like to remind you that you can connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And if you have any questions, even during the show, you can just email me, thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. I'd be very happy to answer any questions that you might have. 
we are talking about cellular memories. And just before the break, I, I spoke a little bit about my own personal memory as a one-year-old or so, having my uh, bottom of my feet spanked by my mother because I had taken off my shoes. Now, there is, please don't judge my mother for doing that. She was doing the best thing that she knew to do at the time. And you know what? She was probably reacting to a, a, a fear of her own for whatever cellular memory that she had that maybe I didn't inherit that particular memory. Nonetheless, the punishment, I developed a negative memory, a, a negative belief. I could have developed a, a positive belief like, oh yeah, I really shouldn't have taken off my shoes. Okay, I know better now. But as a one and a half year old, I did not. I just developed the belief that, well, I'm a bad person. Now, the question is, how does that belief turn into stress? Well, exactly what is stress? Stress is a result of the fight or flight system. And that is something that we were given when we were created to protect us from a life-threatening situation. So just imagine a saber-toothed tiger is coming after you. You need to save yourself. So you have a choice. You can run or you can fight. And uh, the, the wiser of the human would say, I think I'd better run. And run hard and run fast. Or if you had a spear and knew how to get rid of that saber-toothed tiger, then you could use the spear and fight. That is the fight or flight. It is our body's way of telling us to save our lives. And when we have that adrenaline pumping into us, it develops a hormone called cortisol or hydrocortisone. It's the same thing. And that hormone shuts down all non-essential systems. It shuts down our brain because the only thing we have to think about is running or doing the, the fight thing, the subconscious action. It shuts down our digestive system. It shuts down cell division normal cell division, and a whole host of things. The things that it does not shut down is the heart and the legs and the subconscious. And so when we learn how to do something, like driving a car, how often have you driven a car to a a location and just you, you don't even remember how you got there but you got there safely 
That's your subconscious at work doing learned things. So with my belief of I'm bad, that creates, every time that belief comes up, that creates a little stress response. And if I were to say, no, I'm not bad, that also creates a stress response because my belief is otherwise. And that stress response, every time it comes up, says, you're bad, you're not good, you're bad. And so, 24-7, every time I try to put a message of good in there, I'm actually causing stress. And it's all because of a memory. Now, something else might happen to me later on in life, like when my father had to sell our farm, our family farm, because at the time, things were just going from bad to worse financially. I took on the belief that it was my fault for some odd reason. As a 10-year-old, how could that be my fault? But it was my belief that because of my badness, it was my fault. So that memory stayed with me and piled on top of the other memory. And each memory that comes in, that piles on top of the memory, it just adds to that stress. It, it's like a barrel. Dr. Doris Rapp, a, a well-known uh, allergy specialist, years and years ago, she was ridiculed for this idea, but she stuck with it, that each stressful event, it, it, it's like a barrel, and it goes into the barrel, and it will get full eventually, and then it overflows. And that's when that two-year-old overreacts to something, something in their stress barrel. They were just overstressed. And folks, in this day and age, we have so much stress. We don't get enough sleep. We don't get the right foods. We work too much. We don't play enough. We may not be even doing the kind of work that is our heart's desire. So stick with me on this and, and know that those beliefs that we carry are causing stress. And we have more than one negative belief. And because we have more than one negative belief, you, you kind of have to start drilling down one by one on changing those beliefs. And sometimes we bury our memories because it is so painful to bring up a memory 
that it's better if we bury it. Well, now, what if, just what if, you can change the negative energy of that memory into a positive one? What if I could change that memory of I am bad because I took off my shoes to the positive one of I am good, I shouldn't have taken off my shoes, but I did. It doesn't mean anything other than I took off my shoes. What if healing that memory healed every memory afterwards that I developed or that I continued to develop of I am bad might it have and I I will say what it did was create in me the belief the positive belief of goodness and because of that I am able to heal any damages that may be ensuing or happening in my respiratory system and move on in life. And here's, here, here's a really interesting thing. When you heal these negative cellular memories in yourself, it will heal generations to come even if they have already been born and are living that's where you can take on that responsibility of healing starts with me And you can heal those generational memories. If you remember me talking about that memory of a child dying in a hurricane-type storm somewhere on the east coast of America, I healed the grief of that memory. And in doing so, I have healed my children's memory of that grief and so on and so on that's why I encourage everybody to heal these cellular memories that are not only causing problems in your own life but will be potentially causing problems in your your lives of your progeny. And if you have siblings with children, it can start to heal them too. And that is so remarkable about this thing of healing cellular memories. Well, folks, it's time for a break. When we come back, I'll talk a little bit on how 
you can heal these memories. Please don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Today, we are talking about cellular memories. And I've spoken about how you get the cellular memories by things that actually happen to you or by having them passed down to you, just like DNA, generationally speaking. And all of these memories and our entire lives, they're, they're not in our brain. They're in our, our entire body, every single cell of our body. And that is how they are passed down. I also mentioned just before the break that we need to change these cellular memories. We cannot eliminate the memory, but we can certainly reduce and eliminate the negative connotation of the memory. And now, don't get me wrong. Something traumatic can happen to you. Let's just say a small child that... God forbid you. there was an incest situation. And a child that has no control over that situation that happened to them, what other 
interpretation can they develop other than they were at fault, they were bad, they were any of a number of things. Now, don't get me wrong that those memories aren't real and aren't something that have affected us. Yes, they have affected us. But in order to heal from such a extraordinarily negative situation, a person must change their interpretation of that in order for them to heal themselves. And there's two things that have to happen for an extremely traumatic memory. One thing that has to happen is forgiveness. It's one of the most important things that a person has to do. They have to forgive. The second thing that has to happen is you have to energetically change the interpretation. There were some studies done with rats, again, that they, they learned that the gene markers on the DNA, the, the way a cell tells a gene to activate, that can be changed through a little electrical shock. And they learned with these rats that if they did whatever this electrical thing was, that the rats would behave badly. They'd behave as in fear. Remember that fight or flight, which causes fear. And there was one thing that they discovered that would change these rats that had been programmed for fear. And I say programmed in quotes. It, it, it is kind of like a human uh, hardware virus in that it is programming. The one thing that, that changed the program in these rats, these baby rats, was a mother's love. And they put the baby's rats back with their mother and the licking and the things that rats do with their young. It changed the chemical markers. And so those babies that had been programmed for fear no longer had that response. They actually acted normal. So here's the good news. You can deprogram. Now, what's electricity? Electricity is energy. And what is energy but everything? We are made of energy. And if you are familiar with quantum physics, if you were to take us down to the smallest, smallest, smallest particle... We'd be nothing but like little shimmering motes of dust in the air by if we could see it. That's what we would look like. So energetically, you can change 
those memories, and especially if you know what the memory is. I would encourage every single person out there to learn about the different things that our memories can do for us and and the different categories that are affecting us. And you can do this by going to my past shows. Go to the archives of voiceofamerica.com and and listen to some of those things about if you if you're having an issue say with your immune system go back and learn about what some of these beliefs are that you might have that affect your immune system and start learning how to heal those things and you can do it any of a number of ways. You, you don't have to use the healing codes, although personally, <laughs> I, I, I certainly believe that the healing codes are the most effective and the quickest way to heal these negative beliefs. You can, you can do things like yoga, physical things like yoga. The one thing that I encourage you to stay away from are affirmations. <laughs> there are some affirmations that are great, some affirmations that are not so great. But the ones that are not so great will actually cause more stress. And that is because an affirmation may not be true to what your negative belief is. You have to heal that with energy. And the energy of yoga, the energy of chakra healing, EFT, uh, rapid eye movement technology. There's, there's a lot out there. And it does have to be energetic in nature. And it changes the beliefs. And that's one of the things that meditation will do is help you learn what the belief is and help you change it. it takes a heck of a deal longer with meditation because, let's be honest, folks, meditation is tough. Well, next week, I'm going to talk a little bit more on how physically to heal these cellular memories. And I hope, I hope everybody can benefit from this. Please send any requests for information, any questions to the Healing Whisper at mindspring.com. Don't forget, you can find me on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. I do a weekly Meerkat live streaming about a healing, guided healing codes that you you can participate with me and find out more about me on my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And so, folks, until next week, I'm just going to quote Solomon in all of his wisdom. He talks about guarding the heart, which is what those cellular memories are all about. He said, above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Blessings.
Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thank you.